Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Tuesday, March 6th. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Follow up on a story we brought you yesterday about the lighthouse shelter. They have determined that the chemical odor that displaced nearly 46 residents on Saturday night was indeed non-toxic. The source of the chemical odor was identified as a leak of the HVAC geothermal system's water tank. A repair of that tank is scheduled within the next two days, but meanwhile, residents are currently still displaced and being supported by the American Red Cross, as well as the Pitt Moyer Recreation Center, which, as I mentioned yesterday, is an emergency evacuation center in the city, and they do have all of the facilities to house people overnight there. It seemed like yesterday somebody was serving up a big giant nothing burger. Local resident Joe Heimbach had gone onto the Eastport Neighborhood Forum Facebook page with allegations of Annapolis Harbor Master Beth Bellis, claiming that she arrested a parent on a boat when she was with the DNR and left two children on the boat while it wasn't anchored, among other allegations. The Capitol got wind of it and did some quick investigation on their own and found out there's not a lot to it. Bellis was involved in a February 2014 investigation that did result in child abuse charges against two parents who were liveaboards with two teenagers and an adult son on a sailboat in the Magathy River. The parents did spend a week in jail, which is more than the maximum penalty for not sending a child to school, but prosecutors did drop all of the other charges. In an unrelated incident, the DNR had filed a misconduct complaint against Bellis, citing 36 violations of departmental policy. She denied that and filed a petition with Anne Arundel County's Circuit Court. Ultimately, DNR and Bellis entered into negotiations and an agreement, which effectively ended her 17-year career with the DNR. About six months later, she applied for the job as Annapolis Harbor Master, and a hiring committee including Tom Andrews, the city manager, deputy chief of planning Kevin Simmons, and the Breck and Parks director Mike Morris at the time, selected Bella saying that she was the most qualified for the office. Capital got a hold of Tom Andrews today and said that, yes, she was the most qualified and that the decision would have been the same if it were done today. Capital found out that Heimbach has passed and pending litigation with the Harbor Master's Office, including three active charges for abandoning a vessel, dumping litter overboard, and manipulating the serial number on a vessel. Heimbach denies those charges and says that a dinghy of his went missing. Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley said he was unaware of the Facebook posts by Heimbach until he was asked about them, but he did know about the boater conflicts with the Harbor Master's office, and he has said he has tried to convince him to work out any disputes direct with the Harbor Master. So there you go, a whole bunch of nothing on that. Something that's not a whole bunch of nothing, it appears from an audit that Maryland residential assessments could have been $1.4 billion, that is with the B, higher. An audit committee cites the inefficiency by the State Department of Assessments and Taxation, claiming that they missed a lot of residential property assessments, which could have netted the state an additional $1.4 billion. Anne Arundel and Frederick County are actually using aerial photography to help assess homes, and if that had been used in other jurisdictions, the state could have been $1.4 million richer. The race for Amazon's second headquarters is heating up, and Washington, D.C. really seems to be in the lead here, and now there's a couple little bits of evidence that are coming through. 
The website ARL Now, which is very similar to Ion Annapolis, a news site in Arlington, Virginia, blew up overnight with 3,000 visitors, all from an internal Amazon.com page. They have rapidly expanded their Washington lobbying efforts. People also feel that Washington is the only metro area with three separate locations that appeared on the shortlist, and those were Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., and Montgomery County, Maryland. The battle among the three locations is likely to be the fiercest, as they won't be able to point to the region as a differentiating factor, and they must throw in their own best incentives, and we know that Maryland is really up the ante to bring it into Montgomery County. Another indicator is that Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos already owns the district's largest home. So it looks good that we may see some Amazon HQ2 coming to the region. The Maryland State Police want you. Well, I don't know whether they want you, but they want to know whether you have what it takes to be an officer. The department is holding the Maryland's Finest Fitness Challenge in Assateague State Park at 10 a.m. on Saturday, April 7th. The free challenge is a difficult three-mile obstacle course. It's going to utilize tough terrains that simulate the physical conditioning training done by real police officers, and it'll be run by Maryland State Police Academy trainers. It's really designed for a day of entertainment, but the fitness challenge course includes all aspects of the Maryland State Police Functional Fitness Assessment Test, which is used in actual police training. The department encourages participants to bring family and friends for support. I suggest you bring a beer and just watch. Hey, make sure you're tuning in to the Maryland Crabs in the next couple weeks. We're going to be doing a bunch of crab cakes surrounding the Annapolis Film Festival, which is going to be coming into town on Thursday the 22nd of March through Sunday the 25th. And we're going to be talking with actors, directors, and producers on several films that are coming here and giving you a little bit of insight into what to expect as the 6th Annual Annapolis Film Festival does roll around. Oh, and if you want to get tickets and passes, I recommend you do that. Go to AnnapolisFilmFestival.com. That's about it for the news. We've got George Young with DMV Weather Up with his confusing forecast as he tries to figure out what the hell is going to happen in the middle of this week. And I've got a rant about false threats to schools. And here's your warning. I'm pissed. Stay tuned. We've got all that coming right up. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. More than likely, the primary reason you save and invest is to achieve your life goals while ensuring your long-term financial well-being. But before you can determine your preparedness towards your goals, you need long-term answers to important questions about how much money you need, where it will come from, and how long it will last. RBC Wealth Plan, a new industry-leading tool, is now available to help answer these questions and develop your personal plan using a conversational approach. With RBC Wealth Plan, we can create a personal analysis based on these unique goals while offering you the ability to weigh certain decisions and determine what's best for you and your family. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and here is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, March 6th. Two things today. First, if you are in downtown Annapolis today, look out for some minor flooding near the City Dock parking lot within a few hours either side of high tide, which is 8.28 a.m. and 8.42 p.m., as the National Weather Service has issued a coastal flood advisory through midnight tonight. Second, let's talk snow. Another storm is set to impact Anne Arundel County later today into Wednesday evening. Temps on the whole will be borderline at best for snow to fall, so the expectation is for yet another messy, low-end, wintry mix for the Annapolis area, with maybe slightly more snow further north in Anne Arundel County, 
closer to BWI Airport. Therefore, expect some rain showers to start it all off later this afternoon or evening, gradually mixing in over time with snow or sleet into the nighttime hours, and then maybe a bit more snow on Wednesday as a low-pressure center moves up the coast toward New England. Overall impact should be mostly wet and sloppy roads, with the greatest threat for slick spots being in the overnight or early morning hours, along with more breezy winds as the storm circulation brings in more northwesterly winds, although this time only 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts to 30, as opposed to last storm's gusts to 60 and beyond, and this time only for a few hours, not for 40 to 48 hours straight. There is also a chance that this weather could impact school schedules on Wednesday, morning or afternoon, but our general take is that temps will be warm enough at the ground surface level that roads will most likely only be wet and therefore delays are possible but unlikely. As always, though, stay tuned to local sources for decisions on Wednesday school schedules. And also stay tuned to us for updates on the next storm threat, which we think may just end up being the best one of the year, which is for a possible snowstorm around next Monday, March the 12th, where the bigger pieces for a good storm will definitely be in place, and it'll just take the right amount of cold air to make it happen. Okay, that's it for us today. Be sure to download our free weather app by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and also follow us at dmdweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather-informed. This is George Young of DMD Weather with your eye on Annapolis. Remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Mark your calendar. March 10th is the kickoff of Irish Week in Annapolis, and it all starts with the Eastport Democratic Club's annual green beer races. Keg tosses, best dressed contest for you and your pooch, the Irish Rock and Rollers of Dublin 5, plenty of food, and, well, because it's called the green beer races, there's green beer and plenty of racing, both for the underage kids and the overage kids, too. This is a fun time for the whole family, including your pets, so roll on out of bed sometime on Saturday morning, the 10th of March, and head on over to the EDC at State and Chester. It all gets underway at the usual East Puerto Rican time, the crack of noon. They say opinions are like, here we are with a dose of opinion for you. Good morning, Broadneck High School parents and staff. This is Anne Arundel County Public Schools calling to let you know that we have been working with police since late last night regarding a telephone threat of a shooting at the school. Police have not found any credibility to the threat, and at this time, Broadneck High School will open on time for students and staff today. As a precaution and to help alleviate anxiety and fear, additional police officers will be present at the school this morning. If you have any information at all about this matter, please call police immediately. Once again, AACPS and county police have been working since late last night to investigate a telephone threat of a shooting at the school. Police have not found any credibility to the threat, and at this time, Broadneck High School will open on time for students and staff today. As a precaution and to help alleviate anxiety and fear, additional police officers will be present at the school this morning. If you have any information at all about this matter, please call police immediately. Thank you. To opt out of future messages, call 855 855- Goodbye. This shit just has to stop. I know that we're living in very strange times. They are scary times. 17 students were just killed in Florida. We are all on edge. I get it. 
But the way to advance the issue is not with threats to schools. There have been nearly a dozen threats to Anne Arundel County Public Schools since February 14th, all unfounded, yet all thoroughly investigated. If the people responsible for these threats feel it's funny or some sort of a joke, well, you need some help, because it's not. Grow the hell up. There are adults in this world that are working hard to protect all of our students every day and not chase down your stupid idea of a joke. While I'm the first to admit that the schools and police can overreact, remember the Pop-Tart kid who nibbled his breakfast into what some teacher thought looked like a gun? I don't want my police officers, teachers running down false threats when there are other more real needs that our cops and teachers need to attend to. Fortunately or unfortunately, we don't live in a world where we have one-on-one -on -one police protection, so we depend on a limited number of teachers and a limited number of cops to make sure that things are moving along. What happens when the school is being searched and another student on their way into school is hanging on to life because he just got into a wreck on College Parkway? What happens, God forbid, if there's a very real threat at another school and police are too far away because they're hunting down someone's sick idea of a joke? I get it. Gun control. I get it school safety. And I agree with both of them. But if this is the way the message is getting across, it's misguided at best and sick at worst. Get involved, be a part of the conversation, and not part of the problem. And like I said at the beginning of this rant, this shit has to stop. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.